Please listen carefully. And welcome back to the Focus Target Podcast. This is your host, Smiley, with me. As always, Captain Smiley. I always forget my new moniker. Got to train myself to move ahead with my captainhood. Um, Self-appointed. With me, as always, Van and Shy. Gentlemen. Hey. What it dizzy. How's it been? It's been a couple weeks since we did a pod. It has. Do some, you know, just some... I had some work stuff last week that kind of interfered, so we decided to push it off. So to our many loyal listeners, sorry for the delay. Uh, but we are back, and we uh, have a lot to talk about today. We decided we would kind of talk about a couple of different topics, uh, a little bit here, a little bit there. So hopefully you find something of interest to you. Uh, but we're going to start with our question of the day, today's question of the day. You know, last time we talked about who would win in a fight between Boba Fett and Mando, and it kind of made just got us thinking, you know, who would win in a fight between the three of us? So your question of the day is, if we were in a steel cage match, a steel cage match, in a fight to the death. So no escape, no surrender. Only one man walks out. Who's that man and why? Shy, I'm going to start with you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, pardon me, trying to picture what this would look like. Would we, like, right. would we go after each other's throats in a brutal, like, like, I picture kind of like, and I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm overthinking this, but I think of like the scene from uh, Dark Knight where like, the two body, like the um, the black captain, like the Joker shows up in the body bag and he's not dead. He kills the guy and then the two henchmen are sitting there and he like breaks that pool cue and like tosses him down. And he's like, you know, we're open for ex- aggressive expansion, you know, whichever one kills the other you're, you're in or whatever. I'm like, is that it? Like, are we sitting there with weapons, like just staring each other down? Like, or do we like leave it up to chance do we look at each other and say we're like we're playing rock paper scissors for this and we're gonna like you know we pull out pirate poker you know die we play we're like we're in a pirate poker to like you know i mean it's become russian roulette um i don't know maybe maybe i'm i'm trying to avoid the ultimate question of the cage match which is actually mm. just just taking each other down because um, you don't want to think about killing two of your yeah friends. not necessarily yeah I mean, it's fair it's really a hard a, question not really a, i don't know why we chose this question honestly like looking at it <laughs> It was a long, it was a long time ago. I don't, I don't know if it was to death. I think when when I think when we brought up the question, I don't think it was originally to the death. I think it was just who would win in a fight. I, I believe that has been <laughs> modified. Like if it was a so, fight, I feel like I would is, have a different opinion. Um, but this was clearly a smiley question, and I think both of you were off board on this question. So why don't you start smiley so you can give us an idea of what you had in your mind when you sure. discussed the question? I, I don't I don't recall. It was it was a long time ago, but I'll answer the question as it's presented. I would win, of course. Uh, I think I you know I I feel like I've always believed in my heart of hearts that if I was you know I haven't been in a lot of fights. I've certainly not been in any fights to the death, but I always felt like if it came down to it and I had to to win to live, like I I I feel like I'm uh, I'm a maniac. And I would I would take down whoever was in my way, you know, if, if that's what it came. Oh, I like it. That fighter yeah. animal instinct. I feel I feel like that's true. I've always felt, and you know, maybe one day I'll be proven wrong. Um, but well, like, I hope I've, not. Specifically, I not in a fight to the death. <laughs> I've always felt like comes. I could take. I've always felt like I could take whoever I needed to take if it came down to it, just through sheer force of will. I like it. So yeah, that's my answer. Sorry, sorry if you didn't like the question. You know, if you didn't like the question, you know, we were sitting here for like ten minutes before the podcast. We could have adjusted it, coming up with something different, made some tweaks. Like maybe we could bring it up before we get on the air next time. You know, if if you don't like the question that we all agree right, on. all right. But um, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, if nobody else. I mean, Van, do you have an answer, or do you have something you want? I wanna... don't. I think right. um, I'm 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 a very passive, non-aggressive person, so I'd probably just lay down and die. So it seems like I'm the undisputed champion. That's what I'm hearing. You just have to carry on your life living with the memories of the two of that us. Is, you know that is, you know, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard burden to bear for sure. You're right about that. I wasn't saying the fact he killed us for the fact that we sacrificed our lives for you. Like that should Correct. inspire you to do great things. Oh, and maybe and de- I... dedicate your life to our memory. Yeah, my response wasn't <laughs> you would beat me in a death if I was trying to kill you. Interesting. That's, was, I that's what the question was. Yeah, but the, no, that no. wasn't really the oh, question. Oh, well, then I'll, I'll win for sure. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking both of you guys down. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, why'd you make me do this to you? As I'm like, rusting. Like, I just See, want, I you, like, wait, what? What are we talking about? That's rusting. 
<laughs> yeah, like thrusting uh, a forward motion at his body. Like, <laughs> see, I, you know, and I, I, I wonder too. Like, you know, if it's obviously a three-way fight. Like, is there some kind of like any alliance situation here? Did, did you two Good people t- t- team up? You know, like yep. I feel like I could win. I don't know if I could take you both at once. You know, yeah, that I, don't, might be I don't. I don't know. Thrusting in a three-way. I don't know how that would work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been a, this has been one of our, Oh, go ahead, Shy. You got something? No, no. I was just going to say, it's been a fantastic question of the day. One of our best for sure. Uh, we'll try to try. Maybe it needs some work. We'll try to do better next time. Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, if you have a better suggestion for a question of the day, maybe we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. You know, we've never, maybe I think one time did we have a submitted question of the day? I feel like that happened once. Yeah, we did. And then you asked the wrong question and we got in trouble. So we had to ask the right question. Oh, that's right. We, that's Mm. right. That did have, that was a good time. That was great. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you've got a question for us, if you've got a better suggestion for a question of the day, or if you want to circle back on this one and make shy answer, honestly, whether he thinks he could, he could tear our hearts beating from our chests, you know, like give us your feedback. We'd like to hear from you. We'll have our contact information after the show. All right, let's get into some of the stuff we're going to talk about here. Today is a potpourri episode. We're going to kind of do some rapid fire stuff. Let's do uh, let's start with the NHL NHL update. Cause there's been some crazy stuff. Dead, uh, trade deadline came and went. Uh, some people were buyers, some people were sellers, some people tried to be sellers, but the NHL said, ah, ah, not doing that. So maybe we'll start there. Let's what's going on in Vegas, van. Like it seems like, it seems like things. I don't are... know, man. I'm worried, bro. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not the, worried. the very happy VGK fan that you often see on this podcast. I'm, I'm a little worried. Um, there is some good news, re- late breaking news, or I, I guess as of yesterday, that Leonard and Stone will be back in the lineup soon. But ever since they've been out, we've been playing sub-500 hockey. It's been rough. And that's with the addition of Eichel, which is surprising. Now, granted, you don't expect one player to carry an entire team, but you do expect better than sub-500 with a guy like Eichel on your team, swapping Eichel for Stone. Now, granted, Stone is is huge. Um, So we're getting some injuries back that we've been plagued with for a long time, for four weeks going on now. Um, of course, the goalie, a very important spot. <laughs> and then, of course, your team captain as well with Stone. So um, it's dangerous. I think we're fourth in the standing at right now or third. Where are we here? Uh, fourth. So, yeah, and sorry, the, go ahead. I think the big problem is you don't have, you, like, a lot of the guys right behind you have a number of games in hand. Yeah. Dallas and Edmonton and, uh, well, if somebody else is in there. Vancouver. Uh, LA, I think, I think, is in there, L- too. LA. <laughs> Ahead of are they ahead? Uh, yeah, or maybe they're actually ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, the so, Kings are ahead. Yep, it's it's gonna be a battle. Yeah, it's kind of sure. rough. So hopefully, with those activations, we'll we'll see some stuff turn around, um, and 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 we'll see what happens. Like you were talking about with the trades, not not really a lot of big trades happen. We did we were gonna we did lose to Donav for like a week, and then um they looked further into his contract and said, oh wait, he has a no trade clause. I don't know how we missed that. So let's go ahead and bring him back. I- the night. I get, what I heard was it was not disclosed to them when he when he was acquired that it was actually on I think it was Ottawa who traded Ottawa, them yeah. to the Golden Knights. They, apparently they didn't tell the Golden Knights that he had a no trade clause. And then when they traded him, he he was like, "Wait a minute! Like I thought I had this in my in my contract." And they looked it up, and he did, and so they pulled it back because he did not apparently want to go to Anaheim. Right. Well, and the weird thing is, apparently, this whole time it's been on Cat Friendly. So if you went to Cat Friendly, the website, it actually said he had a no trade clause for Anaheim, and like, so it's but just out there on a website. It was just like, not, yeah. like, like the the team. Uh, it just, I think, it's brought up a lot of questions about like just procedure when you're trading players and like how no trade clauses are are handled. So I'm sure it'll be for the benefit of everyone. I'm curious, man. Do you know how they're able to reactivate Stone? Because my understanding was the whole reason they're trying to trade get rid of Dodonov was they. Uh, my understanding was they only oh, had like the half money. a mil. They only had like half a million right. in cap space so there's, and i think there's Mark not, like not cap space. yeah <clears throat> i i don't know how they're going to work that out yet yeah but i mean they definitely have cap space issues that they got to work yeah. through i what i've heard is that they're still maybe trying to find somebody to take that off because they can still trade him as long as it's to a team that's not on his list and he's not eligible to play for the rest of the season or the playoffs but somebody could still take him like, you know, a team say like a, a fee, an Arizona or an Ottawa or somebody who's not in the playoffs anyway, who maybe would say, Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll take this guy off your hands so you can reactivate the players you need, but it's going to cost you a couple draft picks or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, well, yeah. we'll see. 
once once the Donov came back to the Golden Knights in the last two games, he scored five points. So yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, he had the game winning goal in overtime. Sudden, yeah. Night, didn't he? yeah, yeah, he did the oh. overtime win. So, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, pretty pretty classy move. You know, like yeah. a guy like that, you right. say, get out of here. We don't want you yeah, anymore. Like, oh, like you could really come back okay. and be like, all right, well, I'm gonna, you know, give you fifty yeah, percent. with me. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Uh, but he, you know, it's a, a very professional move on him yeah. um, on yeah. his part. So good for him. Yeah, yeah it, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes down. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. Which it's it's interesting too, coming from the Avalanche's point of view. Everything's kind of av centric. But like when we look at Vegas, and it's like you see a guy like Eichel, who obviously a high profile player, but had problems with the team he was before comes in you expect as van say like you expect a, a high talent guy like that's going to make your team better and yet it doesn't seem to have been the case like from an as perspective we think of a guy like matt duchene who that was kind of his story he was kind of he had some trouble here w- was a talented player but then like everywhere he's gone like as soon as he went there they kind of they kind of yeah did not seem to get better in the way they thought they would by acquiring him, I guess. Right. And so like, you wonder, is it, and not, I'm not trying to say anything about Jack Eichel, but like, it, it's something that you notice when you've gone through it. Um, yeah. and you wonder if there's something similar there. So, um, but yeah, I personally, from a selfish standpoint, I'm hoping that Vegas can recover enough to get the eighth seed. Cause I want them in the first round. I want vengeance from last yeah. year. Uh, like I, I don't, I don't want there to be a caveat if the Avs do go all the way and say, oh well, you know, Vegas had so many injury issues they weren't able to make it. If they'd been in, you would have had a story, right? And I get everybody has injuries, and and you know anybody who's followed sports for more than two years understands like injuries are going to happen. But the amount that the Golden Knights have suffered this year has just been insane to me, brutal and bizarre. Yeah, it's hard to win, like you said, when you're on your your third string goalie or you know. Whatever you, we you have been using, we pulled up the freaking uh, American League goalie of the year just to to, to fill in some spaces. Uh, Tom, yeah. Logan Thompson, who's been doing actually off and on, it's weird. He has amazing games and he has not amazing games. That's typically the way with young goaltenders, right? Guys who aren't quite ready for the NHL. It's usually not that like they can't play goalie; is they don't have right. the consistency night out, yeah, night right. Over that's night. that's very common. Yep. Yep. What's going on in C- in Seattle, Craig and Man? Yeah, um, so they were very active at the trade deadline. Um, at first, to a, I mean, honestly, to a worrisome level for me, like there were a couple, there was at least one person we knew would be traded. Pretty much, Mark Giordano. Yeah, it was, it was pretty much was known labeled. across the league that like they were probably going to take whatever capital they could from him. He was an unrestricted free agent. He was going to be gone next year anyway, um, and so they would probably try to like get whatever return they could. And so they did. And it sounds like it was a really good situation. Like honestly, I gained a lot of respect for our GM. Oh, during the trade deadline because it sounds like there was a lot of thought put into the players as well as the assets so like apparently he went to Mark Giordano and was like who do you want to be traded to and Mark was like just trade me to whatever team you want to and he's like well you have to give me a list technically and <laughs> I guess Mark just gave him like a list of 10 teams that weren't in the playoffs like just basically making it apparent that he just wanted to go to a competitive team and, and Ron ended up trading him to Toronto which is where Mark is originally from so like oh. basically sent him back to his home hometown, which I think is a team he's never played for. And so I think it was actually like really cool that first, I think he played for them like the next game. And I think the crowd, the crowd was really into it because he's from Toronto and like, hopefully that'll just be a great fit. Like, who knows, maybe he'll resign with them and that'll be, you know, he'll, he'll stay with, with Toronto. But, uh, um, I feel like just, Toronto could use a guy. I was, I thought that was a good pickup for them. Yeah. And so, um, that was cool. I mean, they also gave him Colin Blackwell. I'm probably going to say a lot of names that if we have any viewers who know of hockey that, or even follow it at all, they're probably not going to recognize all these names. Because really, the Kraken don't have any, like, superstars. Uh, Mark Giordano is probably the most recognizable name um, on our team. But, you know, we play, we sent another player with him. We, uh, we, we basically just dumped a lot of our, like, regular players. Like, I think we traded away, like, six to eight players um, in, like, three days or whatever. And we got a ton of picks. I think we have something like... 34 picks in the next three drafts or something like that and like um i don't know we have something like something like five or six picks in the first two rounds in the next draft this upcoming draft like we have a lot of picks um what's weird is we picked up uh, a couple just just players to fill those holes like you know we need to be able to field the team so a couple of the trades we just got some some names names i wasn't aware of um one uh it was a guy named daniel sprong who I think might be the only active NHL player from the Netherlands, I think is my, my understanding. And this guy, in the three games he's played for the Kraken, has scored a goal in every game. 
So he's three goals in three games so far. And so, like, I don't know. That may not be sustainable. I have no idea. But, like, that's just Completely crazy that, like, we just picked up a, a random person and, like, and they're producing. But, uh, yeah, we've been – we're – Two and one in our last three games. We just uh, we just destroyed Los Angeles. I think it was last night, six to one, and on the back to back, we're going up against. I think we're going up against Vegas in two games in a row this week. I believe. I believe, if I remember correctly. I know we're playing you guys. I think tomorrow night. But I don't remember if we're playing you a second time as well. So those could be interesting. Because basically, Seattle at this point is just playing spoiler. Like we we're out of the playoff race, so we're just trying to beat teams that are trying to get into the playoffs. And apparently, we're having some some success. So we'll see how that how that goes but. nice yeah it's, it seemed like early on there were a lot of questions about what seattle was trying to do um philosophically with some of the moves that they made and you know it was a little bit surprising i would say to some people um but it does seem like they've kind of got a plan going forward which is i think what you want you know when it's your team <laughs> typically uh, I'll give a brief update on the Avs. Number one in the league still. Kicking ass, taking names, probably peaking too early. Um, they did make a couple of trade deadline moves, which I thought were good. They got um, a little bit heavier on the on the blue line. They brought in Manson from the Ducks, who's not actually played very well for us. He looks like he's uh, adjusting, but uh, I think he'll be all right. They got uh, Lekkonen from Montreal as a third-line guy who I'm pretty excited about, but like he's stuck in like visa or, or like i don't know like he can't work for a u.s company yet like they're they're having trouble being able to get him like like he's with the team he's been with the team since monday but he hasn't played in either of the games because like it, like they need his immigration stuff to come through so i don't know what's up with that i'm hoping he'll be playing tonight against calgary um and they traded they traded tyson jost for nico sturm which uh i felt like was a sad move like i think they did it originally when they were still in on the Claude Giroux sweepstakes that apparently weren't as much of a sweepstakes as maybe people thought um, because they kind of, they did it both. But I think Nico Sturm's an upgrade on paper from Tyson Jost. Um, and he's also was cheaper. So it, it saved him, made, gave him some cap room. But um, I mean, Jost was kind of a, a well-liked player, both by the fans. And I think in the locker room, he'd been with the team for five years. He'd been with it through some, some of the rough times and like building and building and, and like been kind of a, you know, I mean, he's like a third, fourth line guy. So you can't say a core part of the team, but it's kind of heartbreaking to see a guy who's kind of been with you for the whole ride kicked off the train right before the last stop. Like if the abs go on to win, like he was part of that entire build and just doesn't get to celebrate the win with them. And it's, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad to see a guy like that go, like, even though maybe it makes the team better you know, there's the kind of the human element. That's the kind of, it's like, it's a shame. And what's worse is they traded him to Minnesota, who is my most hated team. And in general, I think Avs nation's most hated team um, for a long time. And like, even though, even going back to the 2014 playoffs where they, where they beat us in seven games and had some shenanigans, like most of the players on those two teams aren't even the same anymore, but like the bad blood seems to continue. Like every time they play, like there's like, they just seem to like be like mucking it up more. And like, there's more like, like fighting and and pushing and shoving. Like they just like, there's just like a, a something about those teams that don't like each other. So to see him go to a team that I can't even root for him on is, is sad. I'm, I'm hoping that they'll trade him somewhere out East and I can, I can, like, I wish Tyson Jost a really, a really good career because he was a great guy and I liked him in, in Colorado. You know, Smiley, you mentioned uh, Minnesota Wild. Yeah. It might be worth mentioning another player with some VGK connections now connected to the Minnesota Wild. Uh, was that Mark, Mark Andre Fleury getting traded to the Wild? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They seem to pick up some potentially interesting uh, players in the what, trade deadline. What's funny is that, like, Talbot, who beat us in the last game in overtime, I might add, is like on like a seven game, I think eight game winning streak now since he beat us. Like they got him almost as a number two goalie, which is kind of funny. Um, and like, I mean, good for them. I'm not afraid of Mark Andre Fleury. Like he didn't, he, like they didn't even play him against us last year with Vegas. Like it was Leonard again that they put in. Um, I played I like, him in the playoffs. Yeah, but not he not against the games. Oh, he okay. didn't play against. He he played, I think, one against the Avs. Leonard no. played. Yeah, he played, he played most of them. Yeah, he played most of them, and I think he got an. 
I'll have to take a look. I think you played well, most the, of them. I look, I, I, played, I, played, I, played, I played a couple. A couple. All right. Maybe mm. I'm mixing yeah. it up. Maybe I have yeah. a bad. I, th I think they they pulled him when he when he scored his own goal. Was it an own goal? I don't remember. We'll have to look it up. But yeah, we'll have to effort that. But yeah, uh, but I'm still I'm not really afraid of Marc Andre Fleury. I'm not you afraid of the be. Wild really at all. Like I hope we get the Wild too. Like for my for my I want the Avs to like earn it this year, right? Mm. Like I want them to beat Vegas, Minnesota, Calgary. Since everybody's like, oh, Calgary's so good now because they got freaking Tyler Toffoli. Like he's gonna make the big. Maybe he will. I want Calgary, and I and I want either the Lightning. I'd like the Lightning because they're the two-time Stanley Cup champs. I would settle for Florida since Claude Giroux basically gave the finger to the Avs and said, "I'm only going to Florida." Like. I'd like to. I'd like to give show him what he's missing if there's an opportunity for that. So, like, I, I want I want the best of the best for the Avs this year. Like, they they look like the best team, the number one in the league. Like, prove it. Like, go out and do it, and like, let's see what happens. Like, I don't want an easy path, you know, to the to the Cup Finals. I want it to be earned, and I think they're capable of it. So, you heard it here first, hockey guys. Yeah. May so, happen. Little hubris <laughs> for the Avs, but seven game series across the board. Just... That, and that'd be, I would, I, God, that would be really stressful, but that'd be really awesome because I love game sevens. <sighs> All right. Anything else on the NHL that we want to discuss? We'll check in. I'm that's sure. A good re quick weeks. recap. I think that's probably the fastest yeah. we've ever done one of those. I'm yeah. impressed. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, what's, what's kind of a little mini disc in the drive here. What do you guys been playing lately? Have you had time for games? I'll start with you, Van. Like, what have you been playing? Because I know what Shy's been playing. I'm playing a couple of games. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start with just one. Grand Turismo 7 came out. I don't remember if it came out before. I think it did. Uh, not our last pod. I think our last pod you had mentioned that, that it, was it was coming, coming out. out. Was yeah, it was coming, coming out in like project. a day or something. It was right yeah. after our last pod, I think. So I ended up getting it, and it's it's like the perfect PlayStation 5 game. Like, you pick up for 20 minutes, 30 minutes at a time. The game is is beautiful. I know we've mentioned this before. I'm I'm always surprised with, and it's going to sound like a dig. It's not. It's just something that I've noticed. Um, when you went from eight bit to sixteen bit, it was huge. Sixteen to thirty two, huge. Thirty two to sixty four, huge. And then like as as games progress nowadays, like it's a next gen console game. It's a PS five game. It's in all. It's in four K, just like PS four did before. But it's like the graphics look. The colors look better. They look more vibrant. The sh the shadowing looks a lot of bit a lot better. But like the detail hasn't improved much, and that's mm. like bizarre. And, and I think it's like you said, the pixels can only get so small before your eyes can't really even detect between, yeah. you know, one one set of resolution versus another. So I think I'm gonna set myself up to just stop thinking of of games possibly looking mm. incredibly better every single time they come out. Um, but no, the game is beautiful. It's it's really really well done. It's it's it is the 25th anniversary of Gran Turismo, and that's insane mm. saying. And they did it. They have done almost everything right with it. It's it's been a very fun game. It has all of the elements from the previous Gran Turismo, the missions. It has a ton of tracks. It has the licensing system, and incorporates all that in addition to the sport version, which was the one that was previously released like seven years ago or whatever. That what that was all the Gran Turismo we were able to play. The previous one was online only, and they had a they had a couple of small missions and stuff like that, but. This game is just, it's just really good. I, I, I really enjoy it. It's been a lot of fun. Um, they did, it's not without controversy. So how much like many games are today, and it's so annoying, 90% of the game is not playable unless you're connected online. So they brought the servers down to do a server maintenance for three hours that ended up lasting 36 hours. So for oh, a day and a half, no nobody was able to virtually play any Gran Turismo. And I think I think what you could do was um I think it was free play was the only thing you could do and and you can access your garage if you went like this roundabout way while the servers are down and just stuck with the spinning wheel forever and you had to let it cancel twice or something ridiculous before it finally let you in the game. It's just ludicrous. So anyways, it made a huge stink online rightfully so. Um they compensated you by giving you a million credits. Um but you know, you couldn't play the game for, for a day and a half, and it just really really brings to light how annoying this everything must be online in order to play a single-player game is. And this game is 95% single-player. Uh, well, I guess it's up to the play style. But, you know, the only thing that requires online connection is sport version. 
and everything else is single player. It's just you versus AI. And yet it, you have to be connected to the internet in order to play that. It makes absolutely no sense. So, but anyways, I digress. Uh, the game itself is, is when it is online is uh, very good. Runs well. The cars are beautiful. The scenery is beautiful. Dynamic weather, which changes throughout the track, which is pretty cool. Um, they've just done it right. And they brought back tuning parts and all that stuff. So I've been just head down in that and playing that um, when I'm not on my PC talking about the other game I've been playing, which we'll come around to. All right. Shy, I had said I knew what you've been playing, but maybe you'll prove me wrong. What, what's what been in your drive? Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy VIII. No, I mean, no. Um, I mean I've been playing Lost Ark. I mean, you know what I've been playing. So, um, yeah. How's it going? I'm making Where are you? Because I feel like a good topic for future podcasts would be online-only games. I think we could do some research yeah. and find out why do companies even like... There's got to be a reason why. They must give some justification as There's to why it exists. So, so we, yeah, we should I examine that. I could, I could quickly touch on that if if you want now. It's up to you. Or do you okay, want to save, 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 save it for the pod? Let's save it for the, the pod. Future pod. Save it for a pod. Let's save it for All the right. future pod. Save it for a little teaser pod. out there for our listeners. There you go. All right. All right. I'm still enjoying Lost Ark um, a lot. I don't really know what to say besides that. Um, they've been doing some like um, they're, they're starting to like so they've launched the game and then there's been a bit of controversy in the game about like release schedule, communication, all this stuff. And they um, they've been fairly transparent. They've released a note about a week and a half ago saying like really just spelling a lot of things out. Like this is why we're releasing things the way, the way we have been. These are some of the challenges we faced that like Korea and other areas haven't faced. So for instance, like the bots, the huge bot issue that's happening in America, apparently in Korea, I didn't realize this, but like your gaming like account is tied to your social security number or some of that. And yeah. so like you literally can't like have, I guess like gold sellers or, or proliferate like gold sellers technically because they can't just spam accounts versus like steam. So they're doing some changes there where they're having like, they're making it so you have to be a certain status in steam to be able to create an account. They're trying to like make changes. They talked about just how a lot of the, some content that needed needs to wait for the classes. They talked about like skins, how skins like are dependent on the classes being released and, and stuff like that. Um, and I guess like Smilegate, um, the Korean, developer actually flew out to amazon had like a nope, long no relation um, to captain smiley just to be clear yeah 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 um, Not but, you know if i mean if smoggy wants to reach out to captain smiley you know i mean he might be Take willing to have a talk but um but yeah all that being said they've had some cool events um they had like a little like race event i don't know if you tried that smiley um, fun yeah i tried i tried to do it every day yeah mario I like, kart style event god um, i'm so bad at the like i finished dfl last night when I ran it and I was like, man, like I've, you'd think I'd get better as I do this. No, no, I just suck. <laughs> it's pretty RNG dependent. Um, they've been, I don't know if you tried the other new event, but the casual guardian raid is pretty fun where basically you fight three guardian raids, but one of them is like a, a defender type that shows up to like help like the other two. And if you stack, if you break its armor or whatever, you get these crazy buffs and like you can do it multiple times in the fight. And so like today I did like my ultimate on my soul fist and did like 360 million damage crit because we'd gotten all three buffs and I crit or whatever. It was just, it's pretty, I don't know. It's cool. Like doing some different stuff in the game. Um, and it also cool. Cause some of the friends of the pod um, have gotten up to tier three. So we've been able to like actually start doing some tier three content as a group. And, that, and it's been fun. Like it's fun not having to, you know, match make. Um, so, and then, you know, smiley, I know we've done some stuff with you in the past like week or so, I think it was last weekend or the weekend before we, we bunch of us stayed up late and ran some stuff. And yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, I like that um, that Guardian Raid event is nice because it gives me, as somebody who hasn't done a ton of Guardian Raids and doesn't like doing them with pickups that much, it gives me an opportunity because it's still like the normal Guardians. Um, it gives me an opportunity to like work on their moves and like kind of learn their patterns and learn, you know, what I need to know about them in a little bit lower risk environment. Um, like you said, like you get some of those big buffs, like you just tear them up. So. Well, I have a sure, you're, you're talking about oh, a, go ahead. the bot issue. What what is bots. what specifically is the bot issue? Like what's what's going on? Is it just chat spamming? Is it yeah, it's chat are, spamming. Are they just manipulating the economy the, in any way? Like I think, I think the economy is the bigger yeah. problem. I think go the idea is that the economy has been manipulated and also that they're just they're annoying. And also, I think the idea that they could also scare away new players because a lot of like the early zones are just full of bots and they're speed hacking, they're one hitting enemies, they're like oh, wow. making the early zones just like a pain. And so a lot of people are concerned about that. Um, yeah, and then the economy, yeah, the economy. Yeah, How are they, they affecting the economy? They 
the just the you know how it is when there's massive inflation. We saw it a little bit in Final Fantasy XI, right? Like when gotcha. so, so just because they're adding uh, so much currency to it's really the I think from what I've read, and Shai, you can correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. on this, but like when you're going when you're trying to get up through tier three, it's very gold intensive, right? Like it costs a lot of gold just to attempt to upgrade your weapon and there's a high fail chance, right? And so the like the way people combat a lot of times not only is there a gold cost in like in the game but like you have you need so many mats that like the people who are getting to the higher tiers it's it's more than you can really farm like you have to you're buying materials and because there's so much gold being added to the you know added to the economy from all these bots like the gold prices on a lot of those items just went through the roof and mm. so like you really like couldn't like only certain people could really afford to. And it, it kind of made a lot of kind of haves and haves nots. Cause a lot of people who got those materials like, or got there early, got to where they were and then were able to farm and just sell a hundred percent of what they were making and got a bunch of gold for it. Now they're sitting like, now you got kind of like almost like oligarchs in, in lost Ark who are just sitting on a pile of gold that they made. Now that, a bunch of bots have been banned and now the prices have come down a little bit, but like now there's all these people who have all this money that other people can't replicate. And so it caused like, you know, wealth inequality always causes, you know, and you know, especially people who I think kind of either miss the boat or feel like they were disadvantaged. Well, if there's one thing about this game that I have not missed, like the bigger a game is like, I feel like the worst, maybe it's just because there's always a vocal minority, but I feel like the community is like, so whiny and it's just like not like everybody's always just crying about every goddamn thing like it's just crazy yeah i've and so, like and it yeah well would you I'd, call them yeah ola Loskarks? ola oligarchs ola there's like there's a Ola-Karks. joke in there somewhere there's a joke in there lost, somewhere lost oligarchs yeah. yeah there you go yeah. very nice i didn't even come up with that that's great um, all right, so I've got. A, I do have a couple questions for you. Um, so, are you like, like, how close are you to being like maxed out on what's attainable in the current, as far as like your item level? Yeah, I mean, so there's no, there's no cap. So there's like screenshots on Reddit of people finding people that are like fourteen ninety right now in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it just comes down to money, right? Like, and people speculate those people are spending tens of thousands of dollars to get to that point. Good so, like, lord. So I mean, that, that's on uh, that's as far as like the highest content in the game right now is thirteen seventy. Right. That's like that's the kind yeah. of the goal. That's that new raid they released, and that was a big big controversy I didn't touch on. But like they released this raid that was thirteen seventy like two weeks ago, and like at the time I think five percent or less of the player base was even thirteen seventy. And it's like, why are you releasing content that like only five percent of the con- game like con- people can even use, who then can buy make get you know get these accessories and gear they can then sell for you know tens of thousands of gold a piece probably and make you know and for well, the inequality. Um, I guess too, like the mm-hmm. part of that was that from 1340 to 1370 mm-hmm. is considered a real dead zone. Yes. And it's yep. very difficult. And like there's things that the Korean the Korean play the Korean version had that eased yeah. it that we don't have yet. Yeah. And so there's a lot of disgruntlement about that. Yeah, and like honing rates, improvements, stuff like that. So I'm I'm in that dead zone. I'm 1361 right now. So I'm not oh, too okay. f- that sounds like I'm close. Like I'm I'm like I'm 1361.6 or something. So I'm like 8.4 away. But that's probably going to be two to three weeks, probably. Like Every that, percentage like, that gets closer is harder yeah. and harder. I right? mean, like, my starting <laughs> rates for enhancing gear is 15%. And, you know, when you fail, you get like a 1% increase or something. And then, like, you do, like, get a pity at some point where I'll just eventually. bump it to 100. But, like, the 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 mats are so hard to get. Like, I may need to, I, I'd probably, if I cared a bunch, I'd probably start buying some stuff with, with gold. Like, not, not buying gold, but, like, I have gold I could spend on materials. But, um... I, don't, I've, I have no reason to rush to it because, I, I mean, Z and Ori's friends of the pod have really caught up with me, so like I can actually do some of the mid that the drought content. But I don't think either any either of them are pushing the thirteen seventy. So if I get to thirteen seventy, I'm going to be pugging that raid. I don't know, probably not. And so my next question is kind of related to that. It sounds like I you've already answered this a little bit because, like you said, there's some people in the guild who have caught up a little bit. But like, do you feel like you're burning out? Uh, like now that you've kind of reached this dead zone that a lot of people are complaining about, like, do you feel like the game's gotten very monotonous or repetitive or just not as fun? Or are you still just like taking it slow and, and enjoying what you're doing? I could see how people would feel that way. 
I've not gotten there. I still have enough just like side story stuff I'm doing. I just unlocked one of the hard like the hardships to get. I've been working on upgrading that. Like there's just there's so much to do. Lots um, to do. where I've the time there have been a couple times where I've started feeling like I'm burning out a bit, and the reason that was was because I was trying to do all my Unis tasks across three characters. I was trying to do nine Unis, Unis tasks a day every day, yeah. and that like started. I mean. It's easy to dump, if you're trying to play two or three characters to their max time, it's easy to dump five or six hours in a day into this game. And there was a time when we all could do that. And of the three of us, I probably am the one who probably can still do that the most realistically. But still, that's just a lot of time to throw into a game. And, like, so there's been, I've had to, like, kind of, like, curtail that. Um, and just, like, I've been focusing on kind of two characters. But I've been, I'm really enjoying the game. The characters are different. I think it's fun to play multiple characters. It's just the stories are, I, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I've not burned out. Good to know. Anything else you want to talk about on Lost Art at this point, Shy? No. Then I'm going to transition to what I've been playing, which is also Lost Ark. I'll hit that first since we're still on that topic. I won't go too deep into it. Um, I'm still only tier two on my main character. I've basically, to your point, Shy, like I don't have the time to do multiple characters. I've basically just been working on my main character, uh, you know, a couple hours a night. Like the others are still just. I've got one that's just sitting at power pass basically. And one that's um, like, I think I got up to 400 just to, to unlock some stuff, but, um, and I've been, I created a gun Lancer cause I did want to try more of a tanky class. And I actually do kind of like it so far, but I'm still super early. I didn't power pass it. I'm holding on to my second power pass for summoner when it comes out. Cause I really am thinking that may be a job I really want to take seriously. Um, but I'm trying like in when, when I, have a little extra time i've been trying to work my gun lancer through the story but it's slow going um but my main my, my main character's coming along my death blade's coming along pretty well I'm, I'm having fun with it like like you said there is just so much to do and so i've really kind of alternated between like pushing content and then like catching up on side content so like i'll do a continent like yorn and then i'll go back and do like some of the side missions and things that i've been neglecting and and then i'll go to the next content and continent and try and do that. And so it's, it's been good, but it's, it is a very enjoyable game. I think it's, it definitely scratches my itch of like collecting and like <laughs> checking boxes and like working towards completion, like, and like, it just rewards you so well for it. Um, and like, you do feel like you're constant, like you are getting stronger. Like you feel the power creep on your character. When I go back to, lower areas like i i did a quest the other day where i had to run like a, a couple old dungeons i had to run like you may be familiar with it i had to run it's when we had to run morai ruins and the toto like the little mini people final dungeon and i just like smashed everything in there like so easily um and it's like man like morai ruins was really early on but like this other dungeon like it didn't feel like that long ago that like that was a challenging dungeon so like it's it it's nice. I like when the game makes you feel stronger. Like if you're putting effort into developing your character, you should be able to go back to previous content and not get your ass kicked. So, so yeah, like I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. Like I said, I've only I put a couple hours in a night and just kind of make some, Hey, wait for summoner. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, should we go through again, Van? What else are you playing? Are we, are we, are we going through again or moving on? Yeah, to let's go through okay. again. So the other game that is taking all of my time <laughs> is a game that we played a long time ago. And uh, many of you have heard us mention it on the podcast before. It's called Daisy. And Mark is the one who got me back in. This Good Mark. I, I see you logging into this all the time on Steam. <laughs> I am like, I'm, I'm like hooked just as much if not more than i was the first time around and the first time around i was hooked like crazy um now i know i know now how people feel when i'm like i'm playing fall fantasy 11 again it's like other people must see me when i say that like daisy oh my god so there's a uh there's there's a mod the the a survival 2.5 uh mod and so it's an independent um, modder, which is pretty cool. He's from he's European. I can't remember exactly where he's from, but um, it, this is just his project. It's his, it's his toy. So he took, you know, a lot of the software is already out there. A lot of the mods are already out there. It's uh, for those who don't know, Daisy is a mod for the Arma three game. And it's, it's not unlike a million of the other companies that have done it, where you have your base shooter and then people just add zombies into it. 
Well, um, so this is his pet project, which is pretty cool. And he, he ultimately wants to go into development someday and, and join a company and, and do modding for a company and become some, uh, you know, software engineer and stuff like that. So it's, it's neat. This is the first time I've actually have a direct link to the modder, but because he's trying so hard and he's so passionate about this mod, it's, it's, it's not unlike, um, the, the Eden that we used to play. So it's a similar thing, but for Daisy. Yeah. Do we not play anymore? I'm still playing. Okay. I log in it's every like day. That I used to play. <laughs> okay. and, and Shy used to play. And you're still logging in every day? Or is that what you're uh, going to talk about next? No, just do my gardening. I'm just collecting <laughs> collecting gill. But like, I plan to come back to that. I, I've, I haven't, I have not quit eating. I'm just, you know. So anyways, it's similar anyway. to that. Um, but it's a, it. he keeps the, the server. Has, it's fantastic um, as far as like uh, predictability of being up, availability, and all that stuff. So he does a really good job on that. Um, with all that aside, like there has been some major drama on that thing. Like Mark and I are, it's crazy. You have the people who are just completely neutral. You have like the good and then you have the bad and you can imagine where Mark and I sit. Like we are just terrorizing that whole server (laughs) and it is out of control to the point where there's like factions and like, like other other groups um plotting against us specifically and when they find like our bases and so you're able to build bases you're able to raid you're able to do all these things when they find our bases and we're not online i have it linked to my phone to say somebody's breaking into your base and we can like log in and defend it i get a discord note um so when but the server's in europe and we're in the u.s so it's good because we get to raid people's bases while they're asleep. Well, it's bad because they get to raid our bases while we're asleep. <laughs> so, like, there's crazy drama going on. So, like, just recently they got into our base and literally, like, announced on the worldwide server to all the people who had radios. You need to have a radio in order to do side chat. Saying, like, oh, I found I found Smoking Ghost's base. He said, I'm, I'm taking all of their stuff. I'm throwing it all on the ground. I want everybody to come and just pick up as much as you can. And they just, like, cleaned us out. So that pissed us off. So then we went back and got retaliation. And um, we found some other... It's, it's, it's crazy. I could talk about it for, for hours, just the drama that's been going on. But it's, um, it's been kind of fun. I think I'm, I have peaked in enjoyment. So I think we're going to start riding that down cloud soon um so we'll, we'll see what happens in in about a month or so but it's it's just been out of control i even killed someone with an axe it was hilarious we were both shooting yeah. at each other like he snuck up on me while i was sniping somebody else and i saw the shadow over my shoulder and i like stood up right away and i was like oh crap and i turned around and both of us are shooting each other on opposite sides of a tree we run out of ammunition and he's like trying to reload and i just pick up my axe and i start hacking him as somebody who's been hacked by your <laughs> act in that game before, it's not as it fun. It reminded me of you. Uh. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. Oh, uh, but I have it all on video. It's it's hilarious. So yeah, it's it's been fun. There's a lot of strategy involved. The game is very uh, unforgiving, which is the allure of those kind of games. It's permadeath, right? You work so hard to gain weapons and all this stuff, and as soon as you die, that's it. You got to be a freshy spawn, and if whoever killed you can go over and just pick up all your stuff and run away. So it's a very, very unforgiving game. But that also, as I mentioned before, is quite the allure to that game. It's not easy. And, and you know what we like. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is this a mod to Daisy, the mod to Arma 3? Or this so is Day-Z, like he keeps improving Daisy. Yeah, he keeps improving Daisy, And there's a lot of other people who keep improving. So, okay. So it's, it starts to get really confusing because Daisy is originally a mod for Arma 3. Yeah. Then Daisy itself was purchased by Bohemian, the, and they the, made a the game. gaming company, and they made a standalone Daisy. Yeah. Well, this is going back to the original mod. The software was still out there. He open sourced it. And so this is people improving on the original mod Daisy. All right. Um, yeah. so, but yeah. it's not but the guy who's doing working on it now is not the original dude. Is no, that it's not. No, no, no. It's that is different, correct. This is a new different guy. Yep, this is okay. a different guy. Yeah. That guy sold out, yep. right? So this guy's... The, yeah, the other guy sold yeah. to Bohemia. Bohemia, yeah. yeah. And and they 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 ruined the game, basically. Well, I, I wasn't pleased with the first iteration. They're still working on it. I haven't played the, the standalone oh, recently. But yeah, it was in pre-alpha for like two years. It's ridiculous. So... Yep. So that's it. Daisy comes around again in 2022 somehow. It just seems like that's the world we're living in, right? Yeah. It's probably because we start played... making better video games is what they need to do. It's probably because we were playing Final Fantasy XI and that just led you right down like 
you, you're well. following neural pathways that have already been established. Yeah. You know, what did you play after days? Is it lull time? <laughs> Next is up is Terra. <laughs> Night's yeah. Old Republic or Old Republic. Just, just play Lost Ark. That's basically Terra, but better. Um, it reminds me of Terra so much. It really it does. does. Yeah. Very, very similar in a lot of ways. Um, no fan arcs, though. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Shy, what's a good time. what else you've been playing? You've been playing anything else or just Lost so Ark? So I, I haven't been playing anything else, but I wanted to. I, there was a story I wanted to say about Lost Ark. So like, I'm going to take a minute or two and just tell a story. Sure. I told you, Smiley, the other day, but I, I don't think I've had a chance to tell Van about this. I'll pretend um, I haven't heard it. All right, all right. So. I had a run in. Um, so I was, uh, it was my first time running the very first T3 dungeon. I was like, kind of like hesitant to like run it. I just, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of pugging stuff. And honestly, a lot of times people are toxic or like they're just, I don't know. Like, I'd much rather run hard content with people that I can talk with over voice chat and have better communication than just run with a bunch of people just going to run in randomly, not communicate, die, and then like rage and quit and whatever, and then like call, like call each other, you know, d bags and whatever. Sounds so, like a good time. Um, no, so I've been hesitant, but I was like, I just need to start running this because it's been like a week after being two three, and I'm like, I'm just missing on my mats. I'm not like, I mean, I just need to start trying it. So I had been keeping an eye on the party finder group just to like see if there was like a learner group that popped up. Like, so many times, like, no mechanics, like, fast run, you know, alt run or whatever. And so, like, and I saw one pop up. It was, like, you know, first timers, watch a video, please. And I was, like, all right, watch the video. I'm enjoying it. So, I did. And uh, we went in. <clears throat> we were able to clear the first boss pretty quickly. And then we started working on the second boss and weren't doing it very well. And and I was, like, this is going really well. Like, I'm surprised we cleared the first boss so well. Um, and so, we're, like, we lost the second boss, like, twice. And we're running back to get set up. And all of a sudden, the only thing that, like, there have been some communication people have just been talking about, like, oh, we got this, you know, we'll do better next time, whatever, been pr- pretty positive. And all of a sudden, I noticed that the art- our artillerist had said something like, Solfist has 200 spec. Like, that's that's all he said. And so I'm the Solfist, and I was like, oh, that's, I guess that's interesting. Like, and I was like, I realized, like, my gear, um, I hadn't been worried so much about the stats, and maybe this would be, you know, maybe there's a future deeper Lost Ark um, podcast. I know we've already done a Lost Ark podcast. Maybe there's a mechanics of Lost Ark podcast someday, but like, there's like so many different stats you can work on. And one of them is like engravings, which basically improve your different abilities. A lot of times your class abilities. And so I've been focusing all my gear on those and I've been negating, like neglecting some of like my combat stats. So I've, I've checked. I'm like, yeah, I guess it's really low. And I was like, I said in chat, I'm like, well, what, like, yeah, I, I get that. What is it supposed to be? And he's like, well, I'm a Sulfus main. Mine's over like a thousand. So mine was oh, at like 200. Yeah. And he's and so I'm like, oh wow, I guess like I don't know if my gear was so bad. If you guys need to kick me, like you know, guys, feel free to kick me. Like I'll, I'll have to work on this. And he's like, no, nah, I think we can carry you. So we he they couldn't. And I don't know if I was even doing the worst. Like we had a bunch of deaths. I was some of the deaths. I think other people were dying. Like it didn't go well. And so eventually the doctors had to leave, and we, we we called it. But like the coolest thing about that and um was that like since he did say something and he wasn't specifically rude. He wasn't like candy coating it either. He just said what he noticed fact, right it yeah. allowed like it caused me to rethink all of my like i spent like the rest of that week like buying different accessories actually being very like intentional and thoughtful about my gear choices to the point where i was able to get my specialization up to like 1200 plus and realize <laughs> like how much of a difference that made and it makes a huge difference and so like now like i noticed those changes and i just thought that was cool i think like it's really made me think about like how many times have i been playing a game like final fantasy 14 another mmo where like i'm running something and someone's not doing well but i'm just like Maybe I'm carrying the group. I'm like, I'll just get us through it. You know what I mean? I won't say anything because maybe I don't know how to say it. And I assume maybe they don't care, but maybe they do care. Maybe they just don't know that they're not doing well. You know, like maybe that game is overwhelming to them. And so I just, it was just especially for me, right? Like, I mean, Lost Ark has not been out that long. It's a very complicated game, especially at the higher levels. And like, there's people who played the Russian version or the Korean version or whatever, and like know all there is to know. But like a lot of people are still, you know, figure, I, I learn new things about it every day. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of people like that. Yeah, so I just want to share that story. And just, like, I think that's caused me to rethink, like, maybe in the future when I want to say things. And not, like, I think it's all about how you say it. And maybe it's also how they receive it, right? Because I think I, I don't have the toughest skin. But I do, I don't, I don't either get, I don't get super offended by, like, comments either. So someone else might have taken that and been like, you know, who are you, what are you saying? You know, and, like, just quit or whatever. But um, I thought that was, that worked out well. <laughs> Uh, I could tell a story about uh, Final Fantasy Eleven, but I'll save it for another time. Oh boy! Like, yeah, some people have really thin skin, um, and it's just ridiculous. And it's funny in games like you know, on a server like Final Fantasy Eleven, like on that Eden server, such a small server, you see the same people over and over again. Like on Lost Ark, like you're never you're, like that's probably cross. Well, Party Finder maybe isn't cross server. I don't know, but like it is. You know, it's 
there's so many people playing. Like, what are the chances you're ever going to see those people again? Probably negligible. Like, if you're a bad player on a private server, like you need to reevaluate your, your life because <laughs> you're just burning too many bridges. Like, I don't know how you how you enjoy a game like that. Um, all right, uh, we're running a little low on time, but I, I'll take my my second time around, um, and then we'll we'll talk about. We were going to do a segment on some games that we're looking forward to that are coming out because I think there's a lot of cool stuff coming out, coming down the pipeline that I wanted to see if you guys were aware of or see if maybe you had games you were talking about. But maybe we'll save that for uh, for another pod. Um, so I've kind of got two <clears throat> gaming worlds right now. I've got after everybody in my house is asleep except me where I get to play Lost Ark. And I've got the rest of the time where maybe I can... Get a little gaming in on like the Switch or my PS5 or something upstairs, but usually not, you know, very long. You know, maybe when Sam's taking a nap or if he's like taking a bottle and going to sleep or, you know, whatever. I've had a little time there. So during that time, I really made an effort. I wanted to complete Persona 5 Royal. Um, It's something I started back. I started right before Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. So obviously quite a while ago. and but then Final Fantasy VII remake came out, and I kind of got caught up in that, and so I'd gotten maybe like thirty, forty percent in to the replay to like because I'd played the original Persona Five. Uh, I got that at when we were down at Rido's before uh, before my wedding when I when I went down there and hung out with with uh, with Shy and, and Rido and, and Ray, um, and I played it and I beat it and I loved it, and then when Royal came out. I wanted to, to play through it again and experience new content. And so I finally, uh, a couple weeks ago, was able to platinum Persona 5 Royal, got it done. Um, did I did really enjoy it. It was that's a good game. They they really um I just I like the Persona games. I like the Persona games a lot better than the Shin Megami Tensei games that they spun off of. Um and I I mean I think I was over two hundred hours total of playtime before I finally finished it. So it, it was a long game to 100%. Um I definitely by the end I was like grinding. I was just like like just keep one foot in front of your other like I got to get through this. But um so I'm done with that and so now I'm kind of just like in a holding pattern. I've been playing um I've been playing Hades a little bit cuz I always keep coming back to Hades. That game I'm like I'm really close to finishing that. Like I've only got a couple of the prophecies left to finish off and then I'll have actually done like all the story content that there is i guess so i'm 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 kind of trying to finish that one off and uh, i also picked up triangle strategy for the switch which um i'm i think like five or six chapters in and like that it's better than i thought you know i didn't expect to get it when i first saw it released i was kind of not that interested in it um i loved final fantasy tactics but i'm really not that interested in the genre like i've never really enjoyed those tactical like turn-based isometric strategy uh, RPG types. Like I, like I'll play fire emblem here or there. Like I have to be in the right mood for it, but I did I, like the story of, of triangle strategy did kind of capture me a little bit. And one of the cool things that I really like about it is like, there's like, uh, like almost like a, dis- like there's a lot of like decision points that you make that shape the story and kind of, pick your path and change kind of like the things that happen and like where you go, what you do, what happens to you. And like the way they do it is like, you don't actually get to make the choice yourself. Your, your party votes on it and you have the opportunity. Like they have like their own opinions on what you should do and you can talk to them and try to like, if you want them to change their vote, you can like kind of like argue with them and convince them to say, Hey, no, here's why you shouldn't. Here's why we should do this Mm -hmm. instead. And like it's kind of a neat mechanic that I thought added a cool thing to it. And like I think the characters are like I like a game that has a little gravitas to it. Like like they're they do it's like they don't take themselves too seriously, but like there's a little bit of a it's kind of got that like more serious feel. And like I I kind of like it. Like I, I feel like your character is like kind of like trying to be a good lord and trying to like you can kind of play him the way you want and like choose what's important to him and how he treats people. And I don't know, I, I've, I've been kind of into it, so I haven't had a lot of time with it, but it's a, been a great game for when I have very limited time because I can pick it up. And even if I only take a couple turns, it's very cutscene heavy and very story heavy. So like 
that's also a good thing. Like there's times when I can't really play, but I could watch or like listen to the story, um, which is good, but it's certainly not for everyone. I don't think like if it's, it's a little bit, it can be a little bit slow, especially getting going like the early part. Like if you play the free demo, which I recommend if you're interested in it, um, there's a free demo of the first three chapters that complete, like the story, like your save file carries over. Um, so you kind of get the first couple chapters for free. Um, it's good and it's definitely a good test of what you, what you might think of it, but it is a little, like it's a little slow in the beginning. There's a lot of kind of building. So don't like judge it, uh, like keep that in mind. Like it does pick up the pace a little bit as, as it gets going, it seems like so. Nice. And then, yeah, I don't. Well, we won't have another pod between now and then, but so I'll just say I'm very much looking forward to the Lego Star Wars game that's coming out. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, or the Skywalker Saga. Like I've seen a lot about it, and it looks really interesting. So I'll probably be playing that by the next time we pod. I heard there's a lot of hype around that game, but yeah, like a lot wh- of hype. Why specifically this one? Because they've come out with Lego Star Wars like a million times. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And I think I think partially it's the scope of it. Like apparently it's a really massive game. Like you basically get to play fully through all nine movies um, plus a bunch what? of side stuff. Yeah, it's got all nine in the, the three trilogies. Like there it's like. Oh, that is awesome. It's, got a, it's like fully voice acted. And there's a bunch of like real voice actors who are doing it like like it's the anakin and obi-wan i guess who did the not hayden christensen and and um uh, who who else is it um ewan mcgregor ewan mcgregor thank you uh it's not them sadly but it is the dudes who did them in the in the anime and uh clone wars which i guess people thought they did a really great job in that um like the voice uh billy d williams as lando is going to be in it which is always always gets a plus one for me because i love billy d williams um the dude who did jar jar i think is is uh we will have the official jar jar binks yes like um and and i guess it's just i guess it's just a ton of content and there's um like they've re they've kind of overhauled the combat system to make the combat more engaging uh and so I don't know. I've I've never been super into the Lego Star Wars games. I always kind of thought they were they were fun, but they didn't really hold me. But again, it's it's kind of about like there's something I always enjoyed. Did you ever play? I don't know if you guys ever had on Super Nintendo the old Super Star Wars games with Super Star Wars, Super The Empire Strikes Back, and Super Return of the Jedi, which was basically like platformers where you played through the original trilogy, and like they were awesome, but they were freaking ball breakingly hard. Like they were really not approachable. And like some of my, like when I beat Darth Vader in empire strikes back, like, like I look back on that as one of my achievements as a video gamer, because like that was a legit game to beat. Um, so like, but I always enjoy that. Like there's something about like playing through the entire series from start to finish and like almost like a surrogate for watching the movies, like playing yeah. the movies that I always really enjoy. And so that's something that I'm looking forward to doing here, like playing through the entire trilogy. Like even if I only get through the first two trilogies, I feel like I'd be satisfied with that. <laughs> but <laughs> You don't little, say. A little shade there. But uh, like I said, maybe next time I'll give you guys a report on what I think of it. Cause I'm definitely, I've already pre-resed it. So I'm going to get it for PS5. So, um, all right. I've talked enough. Sorry. Uh, we're pretty much, at the end of our time with you today, do you guys have any final thoughts before I provide some contact information? Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3. What about it? I'm just looking forward to it. Oh, when's it coming out? I think we should move Great that question. segment. I think we should move that segment <laughs> to another podcast. <laughs> okay. Shy final thoughts? Hmm? Hey, take us away. Go cracking. You know, hope they, uh, they you know, continue to... <laughs> Oh, one last yeah, one final thought. Um, the so our number round, number two round, uh, our second round pick in the last draft, Matty Beneers, his team is going to the Frozen Four, Michigan. But the thought is that when whenever they leave that, whether they win or lose, he'll be coming to the Kraken. So just I'm gonna I'm excited about the end of the season. I think there's a lot of cool things that could happen. So, I think final, DU final made, NHL thoughts. I think the D. I think DU made the yeah, Frozen Denver made it. Denver, uh, Michigan, 
Um, I'm not going to tell you the other ones, but yeah, there's two other teams, obviously. Now, that's what Kale McCarr did. They went to the national championship the year he started in the NHL, and they they lost the national championship, and then then he came and joined the Avalanche in the playoffs. Yeah. And I was there for that, his first game and his first goal. Um, okay, uh, well, if you have things to tell us about the NHL or video games that you're playing or video games that we're playing or video games that are coming out or whatever you want to talk about, we can be reached in a variety of ways. We have uh, our Twitter handle at Focus Target. We are on YouTube, Focus Target Podcast, where you can see all of our previous episodes as well as some of the side stuff we've done, streams and and out-of-focus podcasts and, and the like. Um, we are on twitch.tv forward slash Focus Target Podcast, where we live stream our podcast. And, of course, the best way to reach the Focus Target Podcast is focustargetpodcast at gmail.com via email. So, for episode... What episode is this? 111. Yeah. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Of this Focus Target podcast. Have we really done that many? I am your host, Captain Smiley. This is Shy. And I'm Ben. As always, cover us, Porkins. We're out. <laughs>